Welcome back to the Simply Fitness Podcast. I'm John Sign. On this episode of the podcast, I got a chance to interview Yuhin Shaw about the power of strength training, why it is important, and how can you get started with strength training. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. What did I do? Ah, there we go. Perfect. How's it going today? <laughs> Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Got my workout in. So we're here, showered, ready to go. There you go. So what did you work out today? Um, I took a Orange Theory Fitness class today. So got a little, got a little running in, got a little rowing in, got a little strength in. So got awesome. a little bit of everything today. So cool, feeling good. Cool. Got my, got my tea and. Uh, yes, I'm prepared with coffee. Uh, Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a big coffee drinker. I see your I see your stories every day. I yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> Man, life without coffee. Oof. I, I feel like 90% of fish, fitness professionals like drink coffee every single day. I feel like that's the only I made a post like months ago, years ago. I was like, the only thing people in the fitness world can agree on is that coffee is good for you. Yes. Or that like life wouldn't be the same without coffee. It's the only thing that gets me out of bed. I'm like, yes, I get to go brew coffee. <laughs> so how's it, how's your day going? Pretty good so far. Yeah, just uh, trained a client over Zoom earlier this morning and uh, just been doing a little Instagram Q&A, working on a few things here and there, some programming. And I was really excited about this, though. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to have you on. So let's uh, let's start with, you know, who are you? Like, just give like a brief explanation of like, your fitness story and you know, like what do you do and everything? Like just give us a whole little rundown. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Juhi Shaw. I'm uh, located in Knoxville, Tennessee. I've uh, nice. been here my entire life, never left. I went to UT uh, for undergrad, oh, nice. um, did my master's in exercise physiology over there as well. Um, nice. And I started training, um, I think in 2000, 13 when I was in uh, like the end of my first year of my master's program okay. um, is when I started training at a gym, um, started teaching like group fitness classes, doing personal training, uh, things like that. Um, so that was kind of my start into it. But um, I've always been like super active kid. I, I played tennis for a long time, gravitated nice. more towards martial arts um, and did martial arts up to up until recently. Uh, a few years ago, I had a really bad yeah. knee injury and just had oh, no. the confidence to go back. Huh. But um, yeah, I started strength training when I was uh, 15, I okay. think, and um, have been pretty much obsessed with it ever since. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I worked at a gym for, I worked at that gym for like two, three years um, and, and then worked at a couple more gyms kind of before I decided to go off on my own. And um, when I went off on my own, I started with, um, I started doing, um, like in-home training. So I traveled mm -hmm. to my clients' homes and trained them there, which was great because a lot of them are, you know, professionals and business owners themselves. Yeah. So, um, did that. And then I uh, got started in the mentorship program after yeah, I heard nice. about it, um, and started my online coaching business and yeah, here we are. Got awesome. to meet some really awesome people. Um, awesome, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, of course. I've interviewed so many of them and so many great people. So what kind of like martial arts were you into? Um, I did, yeah, I did Taekwondo. So I started oh, when cool. I was seven um, and then 
uh yeah yeah so i i really i love it i have my i have a little taekwondo sweat yeah i saw that yeah all my clothes are taekwondo stuff um, <laughs> i miss it but uh we'll see maybe one day we'll go back <laughs> yeah gotta build up that confidence i know injuries can be devastating to the, the mental psyche there Absolutely. it's tough to get back in yeah. so awesome like that was a great introduction and let's just like dive right into it so you, you were talking about like strength training as like that's, you know, you've been doing it for years and years now at this point, and it's definitely a passion of yours. So what would, what would you say to someone who maybe isn't into strength training? Like, so someone who, you know, is considering it, you know, we, we, we both worked at gyms. There are tons of people that go to gyms and they never touch a single weight, which is, you know, crazy to think about that. That's most of what goes on in a gym. Why strength training? Why strength training above maybe some of the other options? of that that are in a gym because you know there's tons of different ways to you know exercise and everything yeah absolutely and you know first and foremost i have to say like i am partial to strength training but exercise in all forms is so beneficial you know oh, so, um props to everybody out there that's that's doing some sort of physical activity it's amazing um yeah. it, you know strength training for me i i was thinking about this question earlier because you had sent them to me before but and I was listing off, you know, the different benefits of strength training and blah, blah, blah. So I was yeah. like, this sounds boring because <laughs> we all know, you know, you increase strength, you increase yeah. muscle mass. And yeah, exactly. um, it's good for a lot of things. But I think one of the most important things is that it has a direct impact on your quality of life. Um, mm. So it's, you know, it's going to help you be able to do the things that you love to do more effectively, more efficiently, and, and for longer, you know, yeah. um, you know, you hear a lot of people as they age, they're like, Oh man, I can't do that anymore. I used to love doing it, but I can't do it anymore just because my body won't let me. Well, you can prevent that. Yeah. Um, just, you know, and being strong is like, you're preventing injury. You know, you, you think about, you hear people like, Oh man, I, I hurt my back picking something up off the ground or mm -hmm. uh, reaching up overhead. It's like impossible for me now. Yeah. And these are all things that strength training can really help you um, mm -hmm. avoid. Um, yeah. And, and even, you know, apart from that too, just the, the increased confidence and how much like, it, it's like empowering to feel strong. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. So I think those are, are really the ones that, that were, that I wanted to talk most about is just the, the improved quality of life. It's, it's so important. Yeah. That's, that's really where at like this point, like that, I think where people first go, they think about building muscle aesthetics, things like that. But like my biggest selling point and like the reason, like I even exercise is thinking about that 20, 30, 40 years from now, where you want your body to be. And that's what you're building right now. You know, obviously like looking good and feeling great is a benefit, but like, don't you want to feel great 20, 30, 40 years now, you know, being able to, you know, if you want to have kids run around with your kids or your grandkids, or just, you know, be alive for the people that, you know, you're around, because if you're just dragging around and you're half the person you used to be, you know, why can't you have that same quality of life, you know, 30, 40 years from now? And that's yeah. really where I agree with you on and that point, like the strength training, like that's huge. Like if you don't have strength and you lose that muscle, which we've, you know, studies have already shown that that that's what happens over time. So like you want to maintain it now and build it up now, because then that's what's going to happen over time. It's yeah. just an aging process. There's nothing, we haven't figured out a way to reverse it. And I don't think we ever will. Um, so we got to 
exercise is as close as possible that you can get to, um, yes. <laughs> you know, as that magic pill, you know, that anti-aging. Fountain of youth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. The guy's like 70 years old. He, 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 if no one knew who he was, you'd probably say, oh, maybe he's 50, you know, maybe, you know, something like that. You know, maybe it looks a little older, but the guy's moving around doing everything he can still. Absolutely. And, and too, like you, you think about so many older people that are dependent on others just because they can't do a lot of things by themselves. Yeah. I mean, going up and down the stairs, yeah. um, carrying groceries, you know, these are all the things and strength training is cool because like you're training every yeah. movement that you're going to do in daily life. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's very applicable. Um, and I think it's really easy to, to think about exercise, uh, in terms of, like you said, just as it relates to weight loss or as yeah. it results to getting ripped or whatever, yeah. you know, um, getting the body you want, which, mm -hmm. which is fine. Yeah. Um, but if you take that, if you take a look at it from a bigger perspective, you know, yeah. it's so much more than that. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. When you zoom out, like we, everyone gets very, you know, I think, I think we're all guilty of it sometimes just, you know, we put the blinders on, you know, we think about the short term, but you know, those, the, cause that's, what's going to come first. But how does that look, you know, one year, two years, 10 years down the line, how does that affect, you know, you're not going to care about that six pack, you know, yeah. 30 years from now, you're going to care about exactly what you said, being able to go up downstairs, being able to do things on your own without having to depend on other people. Um, and you know, just your overall health, you know, maintain yeah. that. Absolutely. And I think it's, it's a great way to, to just, um, be able to connect to your body and have more yeah. body awareness and be more mindful and intentional of, of your movements. And, mm -hmm. um, I, I know there's, it can be easy to kind of, you know, the mind is disconnected from the body a little yeah. bit, but creating that mind body connection and just, just being more aware, um, is, is really beneficial as well. Yeah, exactly. Like I see people, people that, you know, first come into doing strength training or doing things and they just don't know how to move their body in any like certain way, you know, even just, you know, like a, a simple squat, something, you know, that, that should be really simple to get, you know, you, you get up and down from seats. We all sit all the time. How, how, how do we not know how to get up and down from a seat, you know, right. and you just see people and it's like, oh man, like that's that, that, you know, that explains your, your knee issues, your ankle issues, every, like that just explains that you can't move your body correctly. And that's why you're in so much pain is because mm -hmm. you, you can't even just move efficiently and you're not using the right way to move it you know that's why you pulled out your back tying your shoes because you yeah. did it inefficiently yeah yeah absolutely and then and then too that brings us to a good point about when people think about strength training they're like one of the biggest things i hear when people are resistant to it is mm -hmm. oh it's dangerous you yeah. know like i'm i'm gonna hurt myself and it's like no you're gonna prevent yourself yeah. from getting hurt like as long as you're doing it correctly and you know yeah. doing following a good program and things like yeah. that using good form, yeah. like it's going to prevent injury. It's going to prevent pain. Um, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's no, I, you know, like there's very rarely, you know, I could think about maybe like the five times I've ever gotten hurt doing weightlifting and it's been a pulled muscle, nothing like terrible. You know, I did yeah. a movement, I tried a new movement and it didn't work. I didn't mm -hmm. like it. You know, sumo deadlifts are not my thing. I, I pull my glute every time. Um, you know, you just find, yeah, it's the worst pain. It's the worst, worst back pain I've ever had in my life. I pulled a glute and it's the oh. worst. So like people always think, 
and I've, I've gotten the same thing. And I tell people, I'm like, no, you're more likely going to get hurt, not strength training than if you do strength training, Absolutely. you're going to learn how to move more efficiently. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you're going to just be able to move your body. Your muscles are going to be more efficient. You know, you don't have to be that power lifter. You know, you don't have to put 300 pounds on the bar to see results and to do that. That's what people think about. I, th I think our minds automatically go to the most extreme situation. We think about the Arnold Schwarzeneggers and, you know, the bodybuilders and the power lifters and, yeah. you know, the people grunting at the gym, you know, trying to lift the heaviest weight in the, <laughs> with the most terrible form. And we're yep. like, oh, that's going to hurt us. And I'm like, yeah, it would, but you're never going to do that. So don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people really underestimate too, like what counts as strength training, right? Yeah. It's what I think the majority of people that aren't familiar with it, when you mention strength training, they, their mind goes exactly to what you just described is that, you know, people in the gyms, like throwing 300 pounds on a bar and like yeah. <laughs> making all this noise. And yeah. but, I mean, even a simple thing as doing a bodyweight squat, doing an elevated push up. you know, yeah. like these are all, these are all things that count as strength training and are beneficial to the vast majority of people, as opposed to, you know, putting a, a big heavy barbell on your back. Um, exactly. There, there are so many ways to strength training that I agree with you that people don't think about that. You don't ever have to touch a barbell. You don't mm -hmm. ever have to do that. If that, you know, because to some people that's scary because they think that's going to get them hurt, which right. is it barbell, bell barbell is the most complicated exercise. And there are a lot of things that could go wrong with that. If you don't have right form, um, it's not going to hurt you if you have the right form, obviously. So like, you don't have to touch that, you know, dumbbells are perfectly fine. Resistant bands, you know, body weight exercises, even yeah. machines, you know, cable machines, you know, just regular machines, you know, you don't have to go to that extreme level. You can take it to where you want it to go. People, again, think that you can go, you have to bring it to a certain level. It's like, no, you just because you run doesn't mean you have to be a marathon runner, you know, yeah. same with weightlifting. You don't have to be a bodybuilder, powerlifter. You can just do it for your own enjoyment, take it to the level you want and stay right there Yeah, and coast, and coast for the rest of your life on that there you go. little bit. And, and you'll be doing yourself a service there you yeah. know like something is better than nothing you went from yeah. not doing any strength training to doing some body weight stuff like yeah. that's going to give you so much benefit yeah you know? um yeah i think it's it's really important and and my goal is always to like clear up you know like it's not dangerous you're not yeah. going to get like huge you know yeah. <laughs> that's another one and yeah yeah it's just it's it's the quality of life thing that is that is the most important um, that I think people need to, need to understand. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's my favorite like myth out there. I love, I love talking to people who think they're going to get huge. Cause I like, I like think back, I like thinking back when I was starting and like how I wanted to like build muscle and things like that and how long it took me to build muscle and even like get to where I want to be. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like, no, that takes years and years and years. You are so far off from that. Like you don't like people don't even think that like they don't even know how far away from that they are even are yeah. like people work years and years, mm -hmm. and years to do that. And obviously there are some genetic freaks out there that will automatically just build up a lot of muscle just from, yeah. you know, lifting a few weights and, mm -hmm. you know, that's them. But the majority of people are not going to do that. You're not going to instantly become, you know, the Hulk out there or, you know, yeah. whatever. So, 
I think that's my like favorite myth out there to just like, no, that's just <laughs> not going to happen. It just like makes me laugh because it's like, it's just, it's like, man, if you talk to somebody, I know people that work so hard to build muscle and I'm like, you, you want to talk to these people how hard and see how often they lift and how much they eat and they still Absolutely. can't build muscle. Yeah. It's, it's so, so difficult to get to that point. And the people that want to get there have to put in so much effort and so much yeah. time. And, and like you said, they have to adjust their nutrition. Like you yeah. have to be eating in a way yeah. that gets yeah. you there. You know, I, yeah. I told you I've been strength training since I was 15 and yeah. uh, bench press has always been my worst lift. I mean, it's oh, pathetic. It's pathetic, yeah. <laughs> like so pathetic that I'm like embarrassed to do it. Yeah. In the gym, right. Yeah. And it's always been like this goal. Like I want to be able to bench press 135. Like that's my goal, you know? Um, and I just, Nothing wrong with that. I just recently got there and yeah. I'm, I'm 30 now. Yeah. It's taken me 15 years to get yeah. there, yeah. but I was eating in a way that allowed me to do it, training in a way that allowed me to do it, but it's really hard work. So, yeah. so to say that just because you start strength training, you're going to be like big and bulky and whatever. Yeah. That's, no, you, you got to work to get, yeah. you have to like, really, that has to be your focus in order to yeah. get there. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Don't, don't worry. My bench press is my worst lift as well. I'm a, I'm a leg, leg guy, 100%. My upper body is, uh, is, <laughs> so is definitely weaker than my, especially my, my chest and stuff. So don't, yeah. don't feel, don't feel embarrassed by that at all. Um, <laughs> everything like that. Don't worry. I'm probably you are. So <laughs> there, so I don't say what I did. Um, but yeah, that's, that's me to like that next thing. Like, so if you can one like of myth, like strength training, which, which one is like your biggest one that you would change? Like, I know I mind like being bulky, like, I would just go away. What, which one would you say, like, is your like biggest, like, like pet peeve, like myth out? Yeah, I was thinking about this as well. So I, I guess we kind of covered the the dangerous one. We kind of we covered the bulky one. Um, we kind of covered the one where it's not for old people as well. So mm -hmm. the ones that I listed that are left are, yeah. um, you know, as it relates to weight loss. Um, and I, I think that's that's the biggest one because in addition to strength training, you know, we all of us talk a lot about weight loss. Um, yeah, it's really important. Like a lot of people. They, they want to lose weight and this is their goal. Yeah. And so, so I guess, yeah, the one, the one I wish would go away would be that if you have a weight loss goal, um, you, sh you shouldn't strength train cause it's gonna, yeah. and, and there's multiple reasons people believe that, you know, there's, oh, but you know, muscle weighs more than fat. So I'm actually not going to see the scale go down and, yeah. um, cardio is burns more calories than strength. Yeah. Training. And you know, all those things. Um, yeah, it, it's just, I mean, it's not true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yes, cardio does burn more calories per session than, yeah. than maybe a strength training session. But again, uh, we talked, uh, we have already talked a lot about perspective and yeah. you got to look at it from a bigger perspective. Like yeah. yes, day to day cardio is going to burn more calories, right. Yeah. Per session. Mm -hmm. But in the long run, what's going to make it easier for you to maintain your weight loss, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I did a post once about how your body adapts to cardio and how yeah. it adapts to strength training. And yeah. 
I, I think people don't realize like with cardio, your body's really smart. Our body, our yeah. human bodies are incredibly good at adapting. Yeah. And so if you start doing like, I don't know, let's say like 30 minutes of cardio a day, that's your only exercise. Yeah. Um, this is how you're going to lose weight. Right. Mm -hmm. But your body becomes more effective at doing that 30 minutes of cardio. And over time, you're just going to burn less and less and less calories, right? Doing that same 30 minutes of cardio. Um, But with strength training, you know, we have this thing called progressive overload. Mm -hmm. And without increasing how much time you're investing, you can continue um, getting the benefits of strength training, getting stronger, your body continuously adapting. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the... That's one of the biggest things people have to understand is that using cardio just to burn a bunch of calories, it's, it's very short-sighted, right? Yeah. Still, the bigger picture of it is really important. Yeah, I just went, I just made a, a whole podcast episode that dropped yesterday. And one of the things I was talking about, this principle of strength training and progressive overload obviously was one of those. And I think that is a great way to think about it. Like I like to think that I like how I'd like to describe it and, you know, kind of dumb it down for people not being so sciencey is that your body is lazy. Mm-hmm. Your lot, your body is going to make it as efficient as possible. So it's going to adapt using whatever it can to make it work a little bit less each and every mm-hmm. time. So if you continuously run, your body's going to notice that and it's going to adapt to that. So it works a little bit hard, less hard every time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the same thing with strength training, like how, the only way to improve your cardio is you have to continuously increase the distance or increase the speed, which mm-hmm. eventually, you know, you eventually max out on that because that's going to take more and more time, which exactly you're right. But strength training, you just increase the reps, the sets, you know, the weight that you're doing. And that's a same amount of time, but you're doing more work each and every round, you know, yeah. each and every workout. So I think that is a great way as well as like, like people forget, like, you know, like you were saying, like you burn more calories during a cardio, but like, if you think about it that way, okay. Like you per session and, but eventually the more muscle you build, you're going to be increasing the amount of calories you burn every day, just like living. So you want that muscle because that's like, it's like investing. It's like, you're putting money into that savings account and Mm -hmm. you're making interest. And that muscle is that interest. You're going to be burning more calories. That's why it's so much easier. That's why you see a lot of these, you know, like fitness professionals that do have a good amount of muscle and they're, it's so easily for them to maintain it because they have the muscle. They don't have to worry so much about the exact amount of calories they're having because their calorie maintenance is so high already because of the muscle they have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can almost think about it. Like having muscle is kind of a buffer. Yeah. You know? Um, absolutely. And like you said, it's a long-term inv- investment mm-hmm. and that has a huge return on investment, yeah. right? <laughs> like yeah. huge long-term. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be so much easier to maintain that weight loss. And, and that's a big thing too, is like people get caught up in, okay, how am I going to lose all this weight? Yeah. But they don't think about, am I setting myself up to maintain it long-term? Yeah. Uh, which is the most important part. Yeah, yeah, like who cares if you can get to your goal weight if you can't maintain it? Yeah, exactly. That's what I I just posted the other day. You know, kind of like my progress from this year, and that was the whole point of the post was that like I've done this before. I've you know, w- you know, stressed about my diet, stressed about my workouts, worked out super hard, worked you know, was super rigid with my diet. That didn't work. 
those results just came back, you know, twofold. And I was right back to where I was in an even worse place than I was. And then it took me, you know, maybe 16 months to get to where I was again. But over those 16 months, not one day did I stress about my food and I not want to stress about my workouts. I missed workouts. I missed days, ate pizza, you know, like I, you know, like I'm not stressed about it at all anymore, but I'm in the best shape of my life. You know, like that's, that's what people need to realize is that like, it's not just today that you have to worry about. It's those tomorrow and the next day and the next day, how are you going to keep those results going on forward? And if you're stressing today about it, you're definitely going to be stressing about it for the next week, two weeks, two months. And obviously yeah. that's, that's no way to live, especially in, for my mindset. I like to be happy. I don't want to be stressed. Oh, yeah. So like in for food and like workouts shouldn't be stressful. It should be fun. It should be enjoyable. Yeah. You know, that's what I feel like food and working out is like, I had so much fun in my workout today, you know, working out with my friends. I had so much fun, you know, eating dinner and I'm, I love to cook, you know, yeah. why, why, why not enjoy every aspect of it? Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, that's a perspective thing as well. It's like this, it doesn't have to be punishment. Um, You know, like, uh, a lot of people are like, view this, let's, let's just take, for example, a weight loss journey. It's like, they, they take it to the, the most like severe, and like, the, the biggest end of the spectrum, right? Like, they feel it's almost like they have to feel like they're suffering in order to reach their goal. But if we talk about what's, what's the main thing that, um, determines your success is consistency. And Mm -hmm. there is no way you're going to be consistent with something that sucks. (laughs) You know, like I would not be consistent with anything if I couldn't like eat pizza, chocolate, like if I didn't enjoy, um, working out and, and look at it from a perspective of, I am like better. I'm, I'm making my body better. I'm making my life better. Like these things should add to your life, not take away from them. Um, and there's no need for, for suffering and deprivation and all this sort of stuff. It's just, it's not necessary. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. That's definitely like exactly how I like to preach it to my clients. It's like, you're, you're adding this in and it should be enjoyable. And if it sucks, like, you know, obviously like you need, sometimes you're going to need to do things that suck, but it shouldn't be 100% unenjoyable. Yeah. Like if you don't enjoy lifting weights, that's okay. Find something that's going to help you strength train, find a variation that you enjoy doing, mm-hmm. you know, find the exercise that you enjoy doing and then go from there, you know, add in some of the stuff you need from some of those things that you don't need. Yeah. You know, um, and then, you know, it's all about balance there. Yeah. There's yeah. always going to be aspects of everything that you don't like to do. You know, there's always, you know, no one likes to take out the trash, but you got to do it. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you got to clean your house. You know, you got to you got to do these things that, you know, make stink, but yeah. like you got to do it so you can do the things you do enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's a great point is that, yes, like these things should be enjoyable, but also like everything can't be enjoyable, you know, like, like if you quit everything just because you didn't enjoy it, like what, yeah. what would you be doing right now? <laughs> yeah. Know? I would have definitely quit my workout halfway through. I was like, this sucks. I don't want to do this anymore, but I yeah. didn't. I wouldn't eat vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you just do the things you have to do in order to get to where you want to be. Yeah. Um, and, and, 
yeah. So again, the perspective thing, think about this long-term, look at it from a bigger perspective. Like right now you might not like what you're doing and, um, but it shouldn't be to the point where you like hate it and it's taking away from your life. So again, it's, it's all about balance. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, that's such a, I've probably almost every guest I've had on here or, you know, even in some of my pockets, that's like, perspective of enjoying it and it's not suffering it's not punishment um and you got to enjoy it you know that's that's the that's the goal of life you got to enjoy it you know it might suck for a little bit but you, if you're not happy what's the what's the point of you know of this whole journey we're going on here so yeah absolutely absolutely so <laughs> totally agree yeah so bringing it back to like strength training everything what what advice would you give someone who, you know, maybe has never done strength training before, but wants to get into? Where would you start someone? Where are your clients? Like, what advice would you give them you know, at the beginning? Yeah. So um, at the beginning, um, I think one of the most important things is to learn proper form. Um, well. Of course, after uh, getting over the fear that it's dangerous. Um, so let's say somebody has already gotten over that. Um, I, yeah, the most important thing is, is to learn proper form because if you're not doing things with proper form, well, there's your risk for injury, right? Um, and and you're not, if, if you're not using proper form, you're not gonna be um, getting the most benefit out of, out of strength training, you're not going to be able to engage the appropriate muscle groups. And that's, that's the second one, learn what muscles should be working in the exercise you're performing. Um, so those, those are always my top two, um, proper form and learn muscle engagement. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think those, those follow that form follows you along so much. Like I've worked with clients who have strength trained before coming to me. And the biggest thing is, you know, having to retrain because they've been doing something wrong for so long, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it be, you know, leaning super forward on their toes for that squat or, um, you know, whatever, rounding their back on that deadlift. Like those are always things that are hard. So if you've into the map and you kept doing it and kept progressing the weight and from the beginning that is that's how you get hurt that's when it becomes dangerous you know, when you when you start increasing the, your form is in the tank like that's the easiest way to get hurt yeah yeah for sure um absolutely so proper form and learn what muscles are supposed to be working um and then after that, it's it's more about like what kind of a training program you're following. Um, I yeah. think it's super important. Um, a lot of people are scared of doing the compound lifts, like yeah. squatting, deadlift variations, uh, bench pressing, or even any chest pressing, rows, you know, things like that. Um, you have to prioritize those movements, though, because that's where you're going to get the most benefit. That's what's going to help you mm-hmm. in, in daily life. Um, that's going to be responsible for the majority of your, your muscle gain. Um, so yeah, prioritizing those, those compound movements and, and not just doing, uh, 
doing stuff for like problem areas. Like I, I get questions all the time, um, like on Instagram and stuff from women that are like, well, I just do lower body workouts, (laughs) you know, which is, I mean, that's fine, but you want to have a strong upper body as well. So, so don't just focus on those, like, you know, so-called problem areas, you know, just don't do like only tricep stuff because you yeah. don't you don't like that you have yeah. like some fat right here <laughs> yeah know? exactly um, like there's more than one muscle group like there's more than one type of exercise just because you're doing you know tricep extensions there are other exercises like the chest press close grip chest press that are going to be using those muscles you know you want to do those compound movements because they help build that volume onto those other smaller muscle groups and you're using heavier weights I can chest press more than I can overhead tricep extension. So my triceps are going to get a little bit more activated when I can do, you know, say like a 50 pound chest press. You know, I can't do 50 pound overhead extension with one arm like that. I feel like my elbow would break on that point, but you know, so like people, I agree with you. I see that all the time. It's, it's women love that lower body. Men love the upper body and they they avoid the opposite. And it's, it's crazy. I'm like, why? I'm like, I I love lower body. Like every day, you know, I do push pull splits. So like, that's my favorite. So then you can lift legs because then I can lift legs every day. Like I can challenge that. And then you just, you, you have to find that, that programming that works in that, like the stuff you need with the stuff that you like to do. Exactly. Exactly. I I think doing that, that's why I like to push pull because mm-hmm. like if, if you hate lower body or upper body, it's like you were incorporating that every single day a little bit because for that exact reason, I used to do like, you know, your typical bodybuilding split, you know, chest and back and, you yeah. know, like all that. I skip days. I would skip shoulder days, like shoulder. I hate <laughs> shoulders. Like yeah. I would skip shoulders all the time and I would go weeks without doing it because of this. Like I knew when it was coming. You know, it wasn't just sprinkled in there, you know, throughout the workout. Right, right. Yeah, so you gotta, absolutely. You got to find that program that, like, fits, like, everything that you need. You know, what do you need? What do you like to do? And, you know, sprinkle that in. Yeah. Top of yeah. that. For sure. Um, yeah, so that was the third one. Prioritize yeah. compound movements. Uh, the fourth one is don't neglect strengthening the back of your body. Yeah. Um, so, like, following a balance training program where you're balancing push and pull Um, and so don't just do a a bunch of chest presses and not do any rows like that's setting you up for injury. So, um, yeah, so that was my next one. And these are getting into like the nitty gritty about program design that maybe beginners aren't interested in, but it's super important to like kind of set that precedent, um, when you start, uh, just to set yourself up for success, be sure to avoid injury, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, that was like the first thing I covered for like the, my podcast on the basics of strength training, where like, these are the eight movements that should be involved with all your, you know, programming, you know, chest press rows, overhead presses, lat pull downs, um, squat, deadlift, you know, carry and plank. Yeah. Okay. You have these eight movements, boom, pick four, do four on one day, four on the other, sprinkle in whatever else you want to do on top of that, you know, whether that, the bicep curls, <laughs> triceps, you know, ab work, whatever, yeah. extra, you know, of one area. But as long as you have those movements, you know, at least once a week, you know, and then go from there. Um, I always suggest, you know, if you're going to do strength training as your only primary thing, you know, four days a week is going to be, you know, a good way to like help build up that volume. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, like those, you always got to focus, like bring it always back home to those compound movements. If you don't have those compound movements and you're just doing bicep curls and tricep extensions and <laughs> yeah. sit-ups, like, okay, that's great. But like, that's why your, you know, your strength training isn't giving you the results you're looking for because you're exactly. doing these small movements that are definitely, you're not burning any calories with those. And, yeah. you know, you're still going to have a built a beer belly with a, you know, great arms. <laughs> great. That doesn't help. You know, that's not going to help you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then also just like, uh, using the principle of progressive overload. Um, so I know a lot of people will be like, all right, I'm going to start strength training, but I'm never going to increase the weight I'm using. I'm never going to, I'm not ever going to increase anything. And I'm like, well, then you're not going to get the results you want. You know, like the, you have to constantly push yourself to improve over time. You have to challenge yourself. You can't just go in there, do the same thing week after week and expect yourself to get the body you want or get. Um, so, so really understanding that that is a vital, vital piece of strength training. Yeah. I think, I think we see that all the time is that people like, okay, I'm strength training or even with cardio, they, they just stay, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And they just maintain, maintain, maintain. And they think, oh, if I keep this, then my results are going to go in the direction I want them to go. And it's like, well, they will for three weeks. And then you're just going to stay at the same thing. If not start going reverse back, because your body's going to get lazy and adapt. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where people come into like, they don't, a lot of people don't track their workouts. They have no idea, you know, even how many times they're working out per week. They don't know what weights they used last time. You know, like you can't, I, you know, like we can't even remember what we had for dinner uh, two nights ago. Like, how do you think you're going to remember your workout from last week or the last month or even yesterday? Yep. Yeah. So if you're not tracking that, that progress that, you know, just to like help, you know, like, okay, next time I need to increase my weight here. Cause that was easy. Mm-hmm. That's how you keep building those results there. You know, you got to track your progress. And I, I think it's crazy when people don't track their progress, even if you're trying to maintain, you know, like, how do you not know like what you did last time to be like, Oh, you know, maybe I'm starting to decrease my weight. So like maybe something's going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like if I see somebody in the gym that's strength training and they're not like, they don't have a notebook and a pen or they're not like logging stuff in their phone. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm kind of OCD like that, but you're right. It's, it's a huge part of it. You have to track your progress. Yeah, yeah I, absolutely. That's huge. And that's yeah. hand in hand with progressive overload for sure. Yeah. It just, it's just, I feel like it's, you're doing something but like you have no direction, which is fine. Like sometimes you just don't have goals and you're, you know, you're just going here to maintain, but even when you're maintaining, like you need, you should have that. So then at some point you're going to have a goal mm-hmm. at some point, you're going to want to improve on something. And if you're not tracking or you don't know what you did, you know, for the last three months for a bench press and you want to now increase your bench press a little bit, how do you know where you're starting? Like you, yeah. you like, how were you benching 135 or were you benching 35 mm-hmm. you know like how do you know what the you, you won't I don't, I don't remember it's like why aren't you tracking that at least you know help your future self know you want to challenge yourself a little bit there so. yeah for sure for sure and it, i mean it's it's the same thing as you know weighing yourself every day 
Um, it's just collecting data and knowing where you are and being aware. Um, and just the more information you have, that's, it's always better. Um, even if you don't have a goal, just knowing that you can be like, okay, now I, this is what I've been for the last month. Now I'm doing this. Oh, now I know. Great. You know, same reason you people, you know, track their, or track their, you know, bike or whatever it may be, their weight training. Yeah. You know, you know where you left off, which is where, like, you know, some lose property, you know, lose like on the treadmill. They don't track how they're going, what speeds they were at. You know, or even like in group fitness classes, they don't know what weights they were using. They don't know like what they were doing last time. You know, they just know that they've just been coming to class three times right. a week. Right. You know, how do you know? How do you know you're working any harder if you're not tracking anything? Or you know, now everyone's got these you know watches on them and it's tracking their heart rate. Like, how do you know? Like, where? How do you know? Like, are you looking at your heart rate? Did have you noticed like where? You know, if you are taking one like a spin class, do you know like where your heart rate is? Like, is it mm -hmm. going up? Are you working harder? Does it feel harder? And stuff like that. So I think like there's so many ways now to like track how you're doing that it's like at this point it's so easy. Everyone has you know a stupid thing attached to that all the time. Like you can write in your notes. You know what what work what's your workout for? Um, you know what way you use and what was easy or what was hard and you know find that way yeah so, no absolutely for sure um so yeah track your progress um and then uh the next one i had was was about program hopping um so you know don't i think people get bored um yeah easily, right like not not such a long attention span and and they kind of feel like you know there was this this whole thing about like muscle confusion that came up um yeah. for for a number of years i think and um you know program hopping is one of the also one of the best ways to not make progress yeah. <laughs> um 100%. like you got to stick with something um and and track your progress you know use progressive overload if you don't stick with something for at least four weeks, how, how do you expect your body to go through that adaptation process and yeah. become stronger and make progress? So, um, I think it's very common for, for people to like do these, like the Instagram swipe workouts, you know, yeah. or like YouTube workouts. They're like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll just pick a random one and do it and call it strength training. But yeah. another vital component of strength training is sticking with the same program for at least four weeks. Otherwise you're, you're robbing your body of the, the opportunity to adapt. Yeah, exactly. I think that, that, you know, that's always somewhere where I fell into in, in the beginning was you know, having to change. I felt like I needed to change that workout like every couple of weeks or even with my clients, you know, change up the workouts, add variety to them. And it's like, no, I, you stick with it for four weeks. When you really think about it, if you're working out three to four times a week, for four weeks, you're just doing that workout four times. Yeah. You know, like it's not that crazy. You know, no one has anyone, most people have done a workout four times, you know, the same workout, you know, you're changing it up every day. And then next week you repeat the same thing and you repeat the same thing for the next week and the next week. And then you can change it up and there you go. 
But if you think about it, you do that 12 months out of the year. Yeah. That's still a lot of workouts. That's a crazy yeah. amount of workouts. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, that's, I can't, can't do the math on my head, but that's like almost <laughs> like what, 48 different workouts, roughly, Yeah. you know, 50 different workouts, you know, that's enough for already. You don't need something crazy to change up your workout every single day. I think that's so mentally exhausting. I think like you, yeah. you've tried to do that. Like I couldn't even like think about doing my workout that much. Like that's just like, I would, I would I never do it. I would never do it. I do this. I would do the same things anyway. Like, yeah. Because it would just, those would be the first things that come to mind. That's why if you sit down, you know, create your workout for the month, you know, and then that's where you can like put in that energy to be like, oh, let me add that variation or let me, mm-hmm. you know, I did bent barbell. Let me try the dumbbell this time or, you know, yeah. try a different variation. So yeah, that's where you that's, change it up every month, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and that's the thing is like, people are like, well, I don't want to keep doing the same workouts because I get bored, but yeah. well, get your variety from, you know, pushing yourself to like, I get fired up yeah. when I'm like, I'm going to go for a PR today. Like I'm going to yeah. pick up the heaviest weight I ever have, mm-hmm. or I'm going to try this harder exercise variation, you know, like that's yeah. where you get your variety from. Exactly. Um, and I think something that a lot of people forget is that our bodies love routine. Yeah. And if we don't give our bodies routine, then uh, again, you're not going to make progress. Right. Yeah. Um, and it just goes right back to that adaptation process. You, yeah. you know, our bodies require this repetitive stress um, mm-hmm. in, in order, order to, to get better. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but the other few I had were really about like not being afraid. Like, don't be afraid to build muscle. Don't yeah. be afraid to lift heavy. It's okay if the scale goes up a little bit. That's all right. Yeah. You know? Um, and also don't be afraid to ask for help, I think is the biggest thing. I've had a lot of questions from people about like how to get over gym intimidation or, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, first you have to understand that most people are, are too consumed and focused on their own workouts, even pay attention to what anybody else is doing. Yeah. Um, but also like people like give people the benefit of the doubt. People are really nice. They'll help. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they want to help. And there's always coaches around. There's always trainers around. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. And also don't be afraid to hire a coach um, yeah. if you truly need it. Um, yeah. yeah. At least to get yourself started. Yeah. I think so. that's the best place to start. You know, you know, I've had plenty of trainer friends when I was beginning that like really helped me, you know, learn for myself, like what worked and what didn't work. And, you know, you need you know, most people need that guidance at the beginning because it's just, there is so much information out there, you know, especially now with social media, you know, there's a lot of false information out there. A lot of people pushing things that, you know, just aren't true. And there's plenty of, you know, real truth out there and it gets kind of, you know, lost in the weeds. And, and there's again, so many topics like we can, you know, like we've just gone through all this stuff. There's so much more that like, we haven't even touched on and we've been here for, you know, about 45 minutes now. There's so much information out there. Like, like we both have degrees in exercise. Like there's, there are a hundred different things that can go into this and it can get lost. So having that coach just, just like break it down for you and give you the information that you need in the chunks that you need it and help you learn like what you need to know is like, such a huge, you know, if anything, I feel like you gain faster results that way 
just because you know you don't have that information although they can give it to you piece by piece help you learn it in a way that's going to help you you know go on to do it yourself because that's like yeah. that's my goal with my clients like i want them to do this and create their own program for the want to think about and that's fine but i want you to at least know about you're doing the things you're doing and how they're get the results that you want you don't know that the emotions and i, I like i like to know why i'm doing this that's the science guy in, in me like why am i doing this yeah yeah absolutely and and that's i love that you said that you know i um when i started in-person coaching I always looked at it from the perspective of I never, I, I don't want to keep a client forever. Yeah. You know, like unless they just really love like having a coach and having yeah. like their workouts made for them. But my goal is to teach you as much as you can so you yeah. can do all this by yourself. Yeah. Um, but uh, definitely in the beginning, I, th I think everybody in order to set themselves up for success, you know, you need the guidance. Mm -hmm. Um you can't, you know, like I, I can't, um, I don't know. What's the first thing that's coming to mind? Taxes. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not a professional yeah. at doing my taxes, you know, so I'm going to ask for help. It's the same yeah. thing. It's like ask yeah. for help. Um, somebody that knows what they're doing and, and learn as you're going through that process to yeah. actually be able to do it by yourself if you want to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So awesome. Dewey, it was great talking with you today. Where can everybody find you um, what's the best way to reach out to you get your information and everything like that i know people will probably want to start seeing your social media and stuff so where are you at um yes yeah, so my website is all my all my stuff is jshaw fitness so my website is jshawfitness.com uh instagram is uh jshaw fitness as well um on facebook too i got a facebook business page jshaw fitness uh tiktok that's been a fun one yeah you can find me pretty much anywhere uh, Jay Shaw Fitness. Is Perfect. Name. I'll throw that. I'll throw that in the show notes for anyone who wants to go give Dewey a follow. Um, her content is definitely fire. You should see some of it. It's great stuff. Definitely envy some of those uh, videos and stuff that you do. They're they're really great. Okay. Um, so awesome. It was great talking with you today. Hopefully you enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh. Loved it. Yeah, man. You have a great day. <laughs> as well. Bye.